0: I feel like I fell in a hole. (laughs) That hit home everywhere. (laughs) Now that might sound funky, so I don't mean to mislead. So you can retract the thought of you on drugs on weed. That ain't my business. You know what you do. I'm just singing for the majority of you. Should I say, Mister Snow Junkie?
1: to get high here on mutiny radio we're about to get this going and uh, spark up some bowls be excited i am joined by latoya the sheriff of truth it's been a while it's been a while where have brother. you been what have you been up to i
2: was in kansas City. <gasps> you
1: oh boy yeah. you went home to visit the fam
2: yeah i did it was my uncle's 80th birthday oh and, wow um, yeah, and I saw a lot of relatives who I'd seen in a long time. Good party? Good party. Yeah, it was great. And I kind of missed the Midwest, speaking of nice people. Oh. You know, of course you'll run oh into some, there some Trump supporters at his party, but Ooh. it's funny, they these white folks come to a black man's 80th birthday party and they're Trump supporters, <gasps> and it was so funny, because I asked my uncle, I'm like, how can they, like... They know you're black, right? <laughs> and he's married to a white black. woman, so it's just like, well, you know, and he's just like, yeah. It's really weird
1: though, right? I'm like, yeah, it is.
2: It's but,
1: but I don't, but I can't really believe nice there are still Trump supporters. Yeah. I can't believe they still exist. They
2: were, they were really nice people. I did not have any political conversations with
1: them. No, nope, you should talk about porn with them, though. I know <laughs> I know how much you love porn. <laughs> you and I know have. how much Trump loves yeah. porn stars since oh, they've all been coming God. out last week about their non-disclosure agreements no. with his lawyer and not with him. So they really aren't breaking a conflict of interest. How can by, you sleep with that? How can you just... Well, you it, do it for money. It's prostitution. It's great. It's, you know... But at the porn time, is the only thing. Prostitution is illegal unless you film it and then you sell it. Right. And it's porn and then it's legal and you can make money off it. I don't get it. I, I mean,
2: it just. I mean, I, it, he's. Oh, he's just so fucking. So,
1: but gross. he can pay for sex and he's the president and everybody's okay with it.
2: Uh, by the way, can I say like, okay, it's Stormy Daniels. That's her name. The she's Stormy the porn star. Stormy Daniels. 120. More, 128 grand is not enough for me to be paid off. That's how, that's how That's how she got paid off. Hmm. Well, That's not but enough back money. In the day, you you can't. That was not. in 2006. Right. But you even, even for 2006's time, you couldn't even buy a house here in SF for 126 grand. Right. You can buy. You can buy a house in Mexico for, for that. You can buy a lot of things in Mexico. Yeah, yeah.
1: Speaking of, mm. how was your trip? Well, what I learned about Mexico is that everyone hates Mexicans. Even, <laughs> even the Mexicans hate Mexicans. <laughs> so down there, the federales are pulling over. Where we stayed, we stayed at the same place that we date in December, and this time, the federales posted at this one area over a bridge, and they were stopping all the, get this, brown people. Oh. They're letting all the white people going through. The brown people in are stopping the brown, in their own country, the brown people are stopping the brown people, pulling them out of their cars, taking, looking at their phones, taking pictures of their license plates, and then letting them go, or getting their weed or whatever. Basically, it's incredibly hard to get weed in Mexico right now, because So everyone's so worried because they're like, they're trying to keep all the Americans safe now. So the federales are keeping the white people safe. So what they're doing is subjugating their own people. It is crazy. Why does everybody hate Mexicans? They are the nicest. They smile at you on the street. They wave. Everybody says hello. They cook from scratch. They're the most amazing people that are And they don't even get access to the own beauty of their own land. What's happening oh now God is all my. of these amazing, like, huge building complexes are taking up all the shoreline and making it impossible to get to the beautiful beaches unless you walk so through cool. the rich people place. But you can't walk through the rich people place unless you have a room number. So Jonathan and I, oh, we outsmarted them. So we wanted to go in Cabo San dog shit. We wanted to, we wanted to go to this, there's this beautiful place, yeah, so there's this beautiful place where, there's the Pacific side, so there's this, Cabo San dog shit has this, it's where the, the, all, it's a a marina where all of the ships come in and the huge thing is parked there, the princess thing, and all the white people come and everything's in dollars unless you go like two blocks off of it and then you have the best tacos for nothing. It's amazing. Jonathan and I, no, we understand Mexico. He speaks Spanish. Anyways, so we're trying to find this really beautiful place that's on the Pacific Ocean and I'm looking at all of the maps and I'm like, there's no way to get through unless we go through one of these resorts. Right. So we walk up this road to this resort and we're following this lady and her kid and. Um, I go, Jonathan, just follow the lady and the kid. They'll think we're with the lady and the kid. And they did. But Jonathan hears them say, when they asked for a room number, they said 6402. So Jonathan goes our room number is 6404. So we walk in, and we walk by this beautiful thing, and we're trying not to have our mouths open, like, it's so gorgeous, There's everything's incredible, it's so palatial. <laughs> and we're walking through, and, and they, oh, welcome back, senor, senora, ah, welcome back, ah, hello, we wave at them, we're walking through, blah, blah, blah. So we walk through, and we walk out to where the beach is, and we're like, ah, this is at the beautiful beach. And we go down these stairs, and there's a guy with a clipboard. And, uh, He's like, oh hey, you going to the beach? Great. What, what's your room number? Sixty four oh four. Great. So we go down there, and there's people with clipboards everywhere, making sure uh, on this beach, uh, which is a public beach, but now they've made it. There's no way to get through unless you go through the rich people stuff. So they're basically keeping like the Mexicans people, out oh. of their own place. It, it's crazy to me that that vacation would have made me mad. It was. It was. You know. But, so, so we pretended. We're like. We're like. We're white. Use your privilege. Use the privilege. So we like used the amenities and sat by the beautiful pool and nobody questioned us because we were in room 6404 and it was a seven story building. So this, I mean, six, four, we're up at the top. So we're obviously rich people, but I, it was crazy. We, obviously we couldn't afford to stay there, but we're white enough that they believed that we could potentially, maybe our parents were paying for us. <laughs> Wow, so it was different from the couple months that you were there back in December. Yeah, it was. Um, well, so we stay in um, San Jose del Cabo, which is like a really great town. And then you get on the bus, and it costs 250 and you can take it to Cabo San Dogship. And it's nice because you see the arch from the bus, and you get down there. I but love you then. You call it that. It, well, it. no, because it's. It's so catered to tourists and rich people. And we picked up a real estate magazine where you can buy houses for $12 million on these hills. We're just stealing their land. It's like we don't even have enough of our own land to steal. Now we have to go to Mexico and steal their land with our rich, stupid dollars. It just, it's so sad how money is corrupting. You just uh, I mean, see money corrupting things, even in other countries. It's and, and then
2: to have the audacity to want to build a wall Right. Well, so and then and then degrade the Mexican folks. Support poor Mexican
1: folks. And they they are rich in spirit, and they are rich in abilities. And my God, they nobody has a better work ethic than Mexicans. They all. There are no homeless we, people in Mexico. There are, are no homeless people because everybody has a motherfucking job. Or jobs. Jobs. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> I want to wow. move there so badly, and things are really inexpensive. I mean, for now. Yeah, for now. We so when we got, uh, we went to Cabo San Dogship but we went off the beaten path. We were a couple, and we found this amazing taco place. And it's funny because we walk in there, and there's Mexican people eating there, and we sit down, and they're like, Mexican guys are like, you found the best tacos in Cabo San Lucas, and I was like, yeah, sure, we did. We sit down. We had, we had four tacos. They gave us bowls of beans and all of these salsas. We, we had two beers, and it was 180 pesos. That's $10. <laughs> it was $10 for four tacos, two bowls of beans, four or five salsas, chips, chips too. And then I had a carne asada and a fish one, and he had two El Pastor. And two Modelo Especiales, 180 pesos. We give him 200, and he tries to give us change. We said, "No, here's 20 more pesos for a tip." He's like, "Oh, oh, gracias, thank you." We're like, "Yeah, what is happening here?" I mean,
2: no, crazy. To F to SF's uh, <laughs> to break that down on SF cash flow, right. that would be 28 dollars. Sure, yeah, two beers, <laughs> thirty dollars. Well, the, the beers
1: would have been ten. Yeah. And then the tacos would have been at least, I mean, even the fish tacos at Rubio's right now are $3.99 a piece. So it would have been, we'll say $4 a taco. So yeah, 16 10 Yeah, with tip, we would have been looking at 28 Oh, Same wow. meal. Same I was meal. just
2: throwing a number out there, but...
1: No, that's... no, you were exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you're exactly right. Oh,
2: that. see, that was another thing too. Like going back to Kansas City, things were cheap. Ah, yeah. yeah. Like I... We had like a nice brunch. and took my aunt, and my brother out to brunch. Yeah, brunch. and it was like a open buffet with like you know the guy made omelets right on the spot and oh, shit. Yeah. And like there was seafood, Midwest seafood,
1: huh? Oh my gosh, was it? Was it? It
2: was. It was good. It okay, was, it was all right. Was shrimps. There's shrimps. I stuck with the trout though, because it's oh, right. more local. Sure. Um, but, so, and we drank a bunch of mimosas, everything, for all the stuff that we had, everything was $150 for three of us and a bunch of mimosas. Yeah. Because I had, like, three. six. Right. <laughs> and my brother had four. And then my aunt had two. And then plus, the, you know, our entree. So, so, 150 bucks, Which, you know, here, that would have been probably 200 Yeah, absolutely. 250 bucks. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. This it's, place. Yeah, coming back was... Um Dif- well, so when we before we left, we're in the airport and we're like, "All right, we're on vacation. Let's have a beer." We got two beers at the airport without tip, and Jonathan didn't tip because it was so insane. It was twenty-four dollars and ten cents for two beers at the airport. At here at SFO. At SFO. I know it was it was like Warriors beers. I know. It's like Warriors beers. It's like... What? Oco. It's like... That was like 49ers beers. That was like... I know. And $24.10. That means that they were $12.05 a piece. I know. I know. I know. Wait, Crazy. what
2: part were you guys at, by we the were, way? We were this, just in I...
1: SFO with the waiting... Virgin America. Okay.
2: Okay. I know where oh, you again. guys... Were you guys at Perry's or... Um, we went this...
1: to the... Laura, it was... Um, it, she's a person from Cat Cora's Grill or something. But oh, it was like, I walked by there. there and I'm like, we just thought, oh, we'll get, we're like, oh, they have Lagunitas. We'll get two Lagunitas before we go. We had no, we were thinking maybe they'd be like nine bucks a piece. Right. So like 19 bucks, We thought we'd give them a 20. We're like, eh, we'll give them a 20 for two beers. We'll be fine. Yeah. We're on vacation. But then it was $24.10. I was like, oh, my God. And it's just the fu- and the airport shit is
2: bad. Oh, coming back, see, um, we Marcus and I we were hungry and we didn't have any food at the house, so we stopped by the cafe. There's this uh, cafe um, in the uh, the uh, Qantas side of the airport, mm-hmm. and so like Marcus got an Americano. I didn't get anything to drink. I got a salad and like a spinach pie. and He got a spinach pie. Thirty dollars. Whoa. And I saw how much my salad was thirteen ninety nine. Wow. It was just in one of those plastic containers. I'm like, motherfucker! I'm, and, and I had why to throw the spinach pie away because it was bad. Why it was does broke. the airport
1: have a, a tax on it? Who's Extreme taxing tax. the airport? Is it a governmental tax? Is it just they I know that we're I've never they have it us trapped? Is it because is it help? Does it help pay for the security? Because we have to be inside security when we're there. I just That's don't understand question. where the money's going.
2: Yeah, I, I never looked it up. I've never, you know, I, I've always yeah, Why it
1: costs $9 to get on BART to get to the airport. There's like a $4 airport tax
2: it is pricey to get to bar from the airport yeah yeah i mean anytime you're traveling anywhere it's just it's ridiculous it's insane but i do have a habit of like if i'm going to fly someplace because i do like sfo's airport it's nice i do want to sit and have a bloody mary it's which true. i know i'm going to pay 12 or 15 dollars $15 for you <laughs>
1: I know. And I swallow I my pride. I know. And I you don't have buy another one. You could buy a bottle of vodka for $15. <laughs> you could buy the Bloody Mary mix and the vodka. Yeah. It's... And maybe some olives. Yeah. I can't. Uh, I have no idea what's happening in This the town. <laughs> I, well, and it's, I mean, the question, is it Life? Is life getting that expensive? It just is. It's, it's, it just is. It is, and then the wages are still stagnant.
2: Mm. And if you have health insurance, that's going up. And you oh. know, you can't get it nice. You can't drink two beers for under ten bucks.
1: Though I did. Though I did it in where? Kansas City. Oh, 5 dollars. Well, but alcohol is cheap in the Midwest. Yeah, I've heard because that. all you got to do is drink. That's all, yeah. Because how else? I know. How else can we be happiest as people? As, I don't have any idea. I had some good ass beer for five dollars like i had three that's 15 dollars yeah well that was like so we spent all our pesos sitting at the out the beautiful outdoor bar in um san jose del cabo we were waiting we got there we took the bus we got there we were waiting and we knew we had time to wait or whatever and so we just were like well we'll just drink up our pesos and so we had about 20 bucks in pesos left and we had five beers and that's, I feel like that's great. And that, that's expensive for Mexico because it was like 110 pesos for 20 tacates. So 110 pesos is about 650. Oh, so when wow. you go to like a corner store, so we were getting uh, twelve Indios, which are a good brown Mexican beer. El Indio, love it. Uh, it was one hundred and forty-five for twelve, so still less than ten dollars for twelve beers. It was like eight I'm, bucks, seven fifty, seven seven eight bucks.
2: You know, I've never been to Mexico. I don't know what the fuck I'm waiting on. Yeah. Oh, go. It's like, great. So
1: I can like spend some money and have a good time. Yeah. And if you're if people if you're listening to this podcast and you want to go to Mexico, Mexico let me tell. I, tell you, like I Jonathan and I spent and I'm not even kidding you, all told, with even the snafu at the end, his phone wasn't working when we came back so we didn't get to pay have a lift, so we had to take a, a cab, so we had to pay extra money there. But with the cab, with everything, both with even including the $24 beers at the top of our trip, we spent $1,395. Which is $1,395. Which counts oh, that's oh that's, that's it. it for seven days, seven days for Airfare, staying in the most amazing Airbnb, all of our food, all of our fun times, all of our bus rides, everything, everything. And we, we we had want for nothing the whole time. We drank whenever we wanted to drink. We went out to bars, I sang karaoke, we did we did everything we wanted to do. And we spent less than $1,400. And did you? The $700, I, was $700 so $100 a day per person, including everything. That's what we did. And did you, like, guys get groceries and cook at home? Yes. So oh. the Airbnb that we stay at is amazing. And it has this really big kitchen, and it overlooks the ocean, and it's super oh. gorgeous. And I love cooking anyway. So the first day we got there, we went to El- La Comer, which is this big grocery store. And we spent... One thousand ninety-five pesos, which is basically like sixty-five bucks, oh, and nice. we had—we actually left them some food. Uh, we went back for more fruit because we—we had a smoothie every morning that would have all the different local fruits, and uh, we had one with uh, there was a kiwi avocado one I made that was Mm -hmm. it was kiwi avocado pineapple
3: that was a great smoothie uh,
1: with uh, I think mango uh, yogurt anyways making smoothies every morning so like I'd wake up and I'd go in the kitchen and I'd make the smoothies and we'd make a big pot of coffee and we bought a big thing of whiskey that too we had a big bottle of whiskey so whiskey in our coffee every morning (laughs) and we had Smoothies. smoothies and then if we were hungry in a little bit I'd be like oh do we want like steak and eggs this was the craziest thing in Mexico that's so cheap beef I don't know why beef is cheap in Mexico, and it tastes so good. We got two uh, New York strip steaks, and they were big, for 44 pesos. Okay, let me do the math for people. That's like $2.50 Jeez. for two, and they were so good. They were so good, and I used them in all different ways, and I made one of them. I mean, it was crazy. I, I, Mexico is an amazing place. It was like... Yeah, it's it was crazy.
2: Did you check out other than like the, you know, the 12 million dollar homes? Did you see how much a modest home like if you were yeah. to decide to move there? Did you see we could
1: buy land? So the way to do it, and we saw some different plots, um, and the closer you are to the beach, obviously the more expensive the plots are, but we saw plots ranging from 5,000 to 36,000. Now the thing is when you buy land in Mexico, you don't actually buy it forever. You get a 99-year lease from the government of Mexico, and it's it's sort of one of, the, one of the only socialist things they do, and it makes sense, is that if you buy the land, you're gonna use it in your lifetime, and you can pass that to your kids, but if it's your grandkids, Where's that land going to go? Back to the fucking government, or they can buy it again. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if any of those leases have been up since they've started doing that because it was 99-year lease. But, like, it's a, right? Like, if you buy the land, if you give it to your grandkids, they didn't do anything for that. Fuck them. Like, don't, and if they don't make, If they haven't already made it, if you don't have enough money for them to rebuy it, rebuy the fucking land. You know? Like, no. right? Get a job. It's a little bit of socialism. It's like this whole, like... Your parents were rich, so you're rich. I think that that's one of the things that fucks up Americans is that the people that are born on third base go, well, I deserve it. It's mine and I deserve it. And I'm entitled because that's my parents did that. It's like, I don't know. I just think that if it was more every man, because I'm like, you know, the every man, I'm like every man for himself kind of thing in socialism. It it breaks down the field because it makes it so that it takes out what we have with this Trump problem or with, with the 1%. It, it it just abolishes the 1%. Because mm.
0: when,
1: when you're born on third base and home plate, and when you go to let's say you did go to, your parents are rich and you went to Stanford and you get out then your parents have connections that they give you or they can buy, you can buy your way into things because you have money, you know, it's like... The and then struggle say, is not real The struggle you. is not real, so... You're already in. You're already in. You're already in, you're you're good. But then we, we laud that, we appreciate that with all of our media and pr- the idea of a princess or that you're going to marry somebody rich or if we could just wipe the... Just a little more socialism now we don't need to go hardcore marxism right away but if we could just you know j- put yeah. the cap you don't need to make more than a million dollars a year. who needs the 12 million dollar homes i should have brought the book home for you it is insane the homes that people are building on these these fortresses on the mountains of mexico that overlook all the beautiful oceans and ridiculous <sighs> cement and all the cement and they're and the thing is, if a hurricane happens, is everything going to be destroyed? And then is that because yeah. they can afford the insurance and they, they get their money back anyway? It's like...
2: But still, I mean, like... <clears throat> That's another thing to think about. I like that theory the fact of, like, you know, building a $12 million
1: home, knowing God In a damn hurricane way. zone!
2: Yeah. Florida.
1: There was a hurricane four years ago that knocked everything out. We talked to Adrian, the guy who runs the Airbnb. He's, like, their person who lives there, and he's a badass. Fucking shout out. He got deported from here. He can never come back to the United States. What? He was, he was, he's from Gilroy. He wasn't born here, but his brother was. So half his family is here in Gilroy, and he can't ever go back. God. He can never see his family in the United States again because he's been deported. And he had this five year thing but they didn't tell him about it where he's supposed to apply for something but he didn't because he didn't know about it and now he can never go back
2: fucking trickery ass how long ago was
1: this very recently like nine years he lives 37 years in Gilroy 37 years and the majority of his family lives there and he can't go back so he told us four years ago there was a hurricane and it was so bad the power was out for a month oh shit a month um, there was no electricity. no water, no water.
2: It sounds like Puerto Rico right now.
1: For a month. Imagine, imagine here in San Francisco if there was no electricity for a week.
2: The white people go crazy. Be,
1: it would be chaos. People would be running in the streets. They'd be tearing their hair out. People would be shooting everybody with guns. People would be peeing on each other. I can't use my phone. Throwing dogs out the window. I can't use my phone. Can't, there would be, it would be, I would be, there'd be, they'd be kicking dogs off bridges. It would be, it would be, it would be nuts. It'd be, it'd be but he said the first three days, But there was no government. The government shut down. So they were told by the government and the police to loot all the stores, because they needed water. So Mexico basically told them, loot all the stores, but only take the food. And the water. And people were, of course, they're taking everything. But, yeah, right, But so right. he said that the first three days, because there was no refrigeration, he got all this meat and a lot of canned stuff and all this water. But the first three days, all he ate was meat because he knew it was going to go bad. And after three days, that was it. And so then he was, like, eating canned stuff and fruit and trying his best. And, but, I mean, if you were going to make rice, you had to boil water, so you had to build a fire. So it, you could get charcoal. And you, I mean, A oh, month. A motherfucking month I think I'd be okay But I think the rest The majority of San Francisco Would fall into chaos Um
2: I think the whole city Of San Francisco Would go to chaos Yeah I mean mm -mm. Mm
1: Mm-mm
2: People This is tech country We need They need electricity
1: Well we're all tech And we're so reliant On our tech Mm. It's uh It's I hear that's my oh, okay home. I was like such a cool song when did that into co- get into cope?
2: <laughs>
1: everybody's uh
2: young called. Americans
1: well I miss David Bowie too I, let's take this moment to remember David Bowie I miss him of course oh and Prince well and Prince and
2: they, they escaped they escaped the horrors of
1: of the, yeah of what,
2: what is now
1: well I'm having existential crisis because I feel like what has meaning anymore? Like, I was in Mexico for a week, and I didn't think about anything. We lived, I mean, we're frugal, but like I said, we were, we had want for nothing, and it was amazing, and it was just... Anyway, but I was like, what is, like, my purpose? And I got all existential, and I don't know if it was because I watched so much Rick and Morty, yeah. or <laughs> if, like, I just... I. It was, it was like oh I used to have a purpose and that now that purpose didn't feel fulfilled and now I'm like oh I need a new purpose yeah I just don't know how to I I'm on a search for meaning ditto yeah I I don't know where to go from here I I feel the same way I feel like it has what I've what I've done obviously has to have had some meaning because it's meaning because it's led me to this place right but I feel like everything I have done hasn't accomplished the goal of A, my happiness, or B, monota- or b society's vision of what success is. <laughs> so I don't know where to go from here. And I kind of feel like I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to not, I want to stop trying. I want to think a lot less. Maybe This is maybe the time less. to travel. Right, this might be a really good time.
2: This might be the time to travel seriously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn it! Yeah, no, you get. get,
1: We'll think about. We'll think about again. In fact, what we'll do is we'll look for, uh, hot dirty pee and the. We're gonna. We're gonna listen to, one of the old songs and see. Uh, well, I mean the. God, I, I love the Trump one, but. I mean, there were there were a lot of them. We'll see if I can find them. In, there's a that was a from
2: 2017
1: here. too. Yeah. Well, we we were trying to figure out what I mean, and and I think they still hold up. It'll be fun to if oh, I can absolutely. find them to see.
2: We should come where, with some new ones. Yeah. Well, I, I mean we got to do one for the NRA. That's a good.
1: Oh my God, the NRA.
2: Uh, Steve Minuchin, the guy that you know, uh, he's this uh. Secretary of uh, horseshit. Right. Uh,
1: (laughs) I don't even know what's going on anymore because I can't even pay attention because it's too... It's stressful and confusing and it's fucking stressful. Hasn't he already done enough illegal things? Like can't we just impeach him already? The whole thing with the guns, the children being shot in Maryland and then the yes, child the being three, shot. Ch- yes. The child the child shot two people and then the child was shot by the guy that had the gun. Gun. Cuz yeah. cuz now I guess they get to have guns. If I had kids, which obviously I'm not going to. I would homeschool them. I would never let them go well, to you a school. You heard about oh you this happened while you were gone. Yeah so, the Maryland thing. No, that
2: happened yesterday and then while you were gone. There was a teacher in um, outside Monterey here um, who he was a ex police officer and he was trained and he was teaching a a, a class a, a shooting class or whatever. Oh, the guy shot himself in the foot. No, this is a guy that shot up in the ceiling and the bullet fragments hit uh, one hit a the child. Chi- yeah,
1: in the neck. What? Bullet fragments. Yeah, so just try to imagine. They we were trying to teach gun safety in a class, and they hurt a child. <laughs> (laughs) the irony is very funny and by the way he was trained he was ex-police officer fully trained well it's the same we we saw the video of the guy who was trying to teach kids that guns weren't safe and he had a gun and then he said see it's empty and he shot it and then he put it down and there actually was a bullet in. and he shot himself in the foot and but then he's trying to play it off like he's okay but he shot himself in the foot and the teacher goes up to him goes oh Jesus because he shot himself himself in in the the foot. foot And he's like, I'm the only one that's trained and perfect. And it goes off. And I was like, why? It's just, okay, so in Mexico, the guy uh, who was taking care of it, Adrian, the lovely fellow, the amazing human being, uh, he's explaining, he's asking us, actually. He's like, why are kids shooting up schools? He's like, this is not a thing that happens here. This would never. Why is this? not just a phenomenon because that would mean that it happened once but that it is now becoming it's a thing it's, it's a like, constant thing it's a thing it's like um, it's like you could stereotype it's a trend it's a trend and it's something it's, could, not, it's not a good you, one no it's terrible but and we can look at how we looked at the, we, we looked at all the shootings we can see how they're be more and more and more It's they're happening in the time period is almost like every single time it happens, it halves the time period. Like, the half-life of it is... It keeps getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah, absolutely. Shootings.
2: It's not just a year. Like, one, it used to be, like... Remember it was just shoot. Columbine? Yeah, exactly. It was just Columbine. <laughs> it was just Columbine. And then there was a little bit... But you know what it was? After uh, the Bush administration lifted up the uh, assault rifles ban, that's when sh- shit went crazy. So then that was Virginia Tech and... We went through that whole video. We went video, through the whole list. Video, yeah. And some we forgot. Some That's we forgot. How That's how many it's been it is. since. Yeah. Like, we can even go. We're, we don't have to go as far back as we did in the 1940s. Right, right, right. But if we go from
1: Columbine, which is 99, to now, Holy shit. Right. There's Exponential like, growth. It, Exponential yeah, growth. It's, it's, like, it, it's like a curve that starts to go up, and now it's just shooting up, and it seems like it just becomes, it's like a Superman ride.
2: And then, you know, <laughs> I, the fact of the matter is just like, why does it happen all the time? I'll tell you why. Because fucking Republicans
1: so and Congress. This is so... And, and the NRA so terrorist group. So there are multiple factors. So this was us trying, this was Jonathan and I tried to explain. In our words, why... So I'll do it from myself. This is why I think that children in America are shooting up their schools. It starts. Uh, there's. It's. It's a. It's a two-pronged approach. It's one. Parents are uh, lazy and not are not parenting. parenting their children anymore, and they're using media. To help parent their children, ah,
2: yeah, so I agree with that. So one. there's
1: a there's a two pronged approach where these two things are coming together, and parents can really pay attention to their children. It's the joke I have where, what's the difference between a nanny and a mommy at the park? What? There's no difference. Everyone's on their cell phone. No one's paying That's attention to the children. Oh, God. And the children could be dead right now. Jesus Nobody cares. Everyone's Christ. on their cell phone. That's Even the true. dogs have cell phones. Damn. Even the children have cell phones. Even the children like, I don't want to go to the park. I just want to look at this thing on a screen. Okay. So we've got... And that's now but those are the two things that are melding together but then we've also got parents telling their children that they're perfect special little angels even when they're piles of dog shit when they act horribly instead of giving them the stink eye or when they scream on the bus instead of taking them off the bus and saying that is not the way you act in public Mm -hmm. they just ignore it and keep looking at their phone so they're you're not engaging in the child. They're not engaging in the child. Like but said. then when they do engage in the child, they say, you're perfect. You're special. You're amazing. You're snowflake. And they've got that coming from media too. anything you want. You can believe you can achieve. You can do it. Everyone gets a participation trophy. Everything's great. So from this external thing of both parenting and the lack of and media and the pervasiveness of that you're being told you're special you're wonderful you're unique and then you get in school and you get with real kids and you realize that humans are horrible kids are fucking brutal. kids are brutal they are brutal I do not if you go back smell to my funny if you look funny if you don't even do anything wrong if you're too skinny if you're too fat if you're too tall if you're too, tall, if you're too short if you're anything if you're not invisible than your, and people, they will pick on you because they get together with group mentality because they don't understand social relations because they're being taught by screens which are not teaching them anything and they're being they're not being actually disciplined or there's nothing everything they want they get <laughs> they get it <laughs> i want <to> <laughs> <laughs> i you're in the you're in the store i want a candy bar i was in the aisle and there was a girl screaming about i want a candy i'm like what the fuck don't you get no candy when you scream in the motherfucking store you get nothing you don't get rewarded for negative behavior fuck you and there's like four adults and they're all just like catering to this child and it's like what the fuck is going on okay so there's all that happening but then they (laughs) get in school they get in school and then they realize that people are horrible people and they get angry and they don't understand and they're like fuck it and they just want to kill everybody so and Guns are easy and they're available and they've been watching all this media. And what's been on the media, that kid was disenfranchised and he went and shot up the school and people are like, I get it. So we're we're responsible for making this happen. I, I wish the electricity would go out so we could not have... We shouldn't let children consume. We shouldn't let anyone consume that much media as much as we do. But now I'm... Told that I'm crazy because I don't consume media, so it's like, and people you know, say, "Well, I, nothing will work unless well, you start here's, consuming media."
2: Well, here's here's what happens uh, when you consume media and you use Facebook as your personal fucking diary every day. You know what happened with the whole Facebook thing?
1: Now it's oh, nothing. Now it's going. Everyone's moving away from Facebook.
2: Well, yeah, you know because they sold um, uh, some uh, our uh, data. To uh, the people, to the Russians that helped with the election, look that shit up.
1: They sold our Facebook data to Russians,
3: or
2: That's to, or, or to uh, it was to this group in the UK that worked, I think, along with the Russians. I could be wrong. I think I might be saying the story wrong. But basically, we're just um, putting it in
1: Facebook Russia, and we're seeing what comes out. Oh, lots of something. Facebook exit hints at dissent on handling Russian trolls. What does that even mean? Facebook exit hints at dissent on handling of Russian trolls. Meaning the way the Russian trolls were handled they dissented. That there there's a little ooh this is very confusing. That's like a that's double negative in its own thing. Look up uh, a face- Cambridge Analytical scandals explained that's Facebook it. Trump Russia WikiLeaks. That's it. This is from Vox. Vox or Vox? Vox, V O X, meaning Latin for voice. Cambridge Analytica and its many scandals explained. That's... The firm has close ties to Steve Bannon. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon, man. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. <laughs> we have that song, we can play that. Worked for the Trump campaign and is now in some hot water. Because. Facebook
2: sold our data for millions of, uh, like I think, uh, yeah, millions of dollars, and I think it was over 50 million users. <sighs> to help swing the election. Because since Facebook knows who you are, they know what you like, they they know know your political, you know. Right,
1: they know that I'm a communist, good. Yeah. they're gonna find me. Cambridge Cambridge Analytica, a political consulting firm that did digital work for Donald Trump's presidential campaign in 2016 has close ties to Steve Bannon and GOP mega-donor Robert Mercer, is in hot water after several recent reports have raised ethical and potentially legal questions about its business practices. The New York Times and Observer reported last week that Cambridge obtained private Facebook data, specifically information on tens of millions of Facebook profiles from an outside researcher who provided it to them in violation of his own agreement with Facebook. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Channel 4 News in the UK has posted video in which Cambridge CEO Alexander Nix said his firm conducts dirty tricks such as trying to tape its candidates' opponents accepting purported bribes or sending some girls around the opposing candidate's house. As As a result of these reports, Cambridge announced Tuesday afternoon it would suspend Nicks pending an investigation. Even before all this, though, Cambridge was under scrutiny in special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation of Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. presidential election, both because Nix contacted Julian Assange Mm -hmm. of WikiLeaks that summer to discuss hacked Democratic emails and because of a broader question about whether Trump's digital operation collaborated with Russia in some way. And while all this has been going on, there's also been a heated debate in the political world about just what in the world Cambridge Analytica even does, and whether it's useful. Are they an ingenious, sinister operation that harnessed big data to power Donald Trump to victory, or are they, as many who've worked with them claim, sort of a joke or something in between? Before there was Cambridge Analytica, there was Strategic Communications Laboratories Group, SLC Group, for short, founded in 93 by a British ad man named Nigel Oaks. It is basically a messaging and PR firm that's done work for governments, politicians, and militaries around the world. Its clients included governments and politicians in Indonesia, Thailand, Kenya, the UK, and elsewhere." Uh, psychographic profiling. Here we go. SLC tends to describe its capabilities in grandiose and somewhat unsettling language. The company has touted its expertise at psychological warfare and influence operations. Mm-hmm. It's long claimed that it's sophisticated understanding of human psychology helps its targets and to, and persuades people of its clients' preferred message. Lately, its preferred buzzwords have focused on big data and psychographic profiling. <laughs> Yet articles from the Wall Street Journal and Independent on SLC's work circa 99 and 2000 describes what sound like relatively standard political messaging and PR work for the Thai and Indonesian regimes, along with a penchant for secrecy and ethically questionable activities. Uh, Placing TV, it's blah, 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 blah. blah. But but I want to hear about Russia. Uh, GOP. Here we go. We got some GOP. The Mercers agreed to provide 15 million for this project to do so. This project was called Ocean. Openness, consciousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. <laughs> you can take the test here. Um, so they're they're basically trying to. give us the right media they're They're,
2: taking they're taking our data from um like our uh, profiles on facebook or what have you and it's being sold so they're using a lot of psychological strategy to like some of the stuff the pop-ups that you would see on your facebook yeah but that were political or stories they would use those as a target to swing your vote or you know to basically you know post a fake story about, about right, right because my, they're doing yeah. fake
1: news. Gotcha. Right, 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 right. So they know which fake news stories. Now that makes more sense. Yeah. But the thing is we've made our people dumb like this yeah, has all uh, been a plan this has been a plan yeah, since no child left behind since bush which is to make our people so dumb and so trust you when you let your guard there reliance, yeah exactly that's our reliance upon media to tell us who we are and what we do and that how we consume this is just so sad we are all we are our number we are just it's all about money and we are people, nothing and you, how are we supposed to live our lives when everything is nothing like how can we create meaning when there's this when
2: there's I, fucking stupidity it's it. crazy
1: and the thing is just like you know people you know
2: people trust listen i i like social media i love it it's fun i'm not on it every day because i like the real world more mm. and but people Trust, you know, people post things on Facebook when they shouldn't be. Mm. People use it as their personal diaries. Stupid ass criminals post their crimes up there and then get caught anyway. That's funny. I mean, it is funny. That's very funny. When I watch Judge Mathis, most of the cases are because of something slanderous on Facebook or what wow. have you. People, I mean, really there's a good way social media is not your personal diary to put all your shit up there because it's for everyone and then also too and this is going further to like with myspace which i had back in the day you can't put everything out there for because it will be held against you and i've always felt the government will use whatever you put out there to hold against you or, and look what happened now. I mean, your, your data is getting sold.
1: I know, but nobody wants my data. <laughs> no, my data no? says nothing. Oh, you're dead. You can't—they spe- can't swing me. Like they can't. Your data's special. Yeah. No, I just—I don't. I'm, it's, I'm not special. I just—it's because I, I know how to read. And I, like, I have this thing called critical thought. Like I can read things and analyze whether I think that they're, you know, good or. But not, this is like positive. one of the tactics that like, a lot
2: of the trolls have
1: used to.
2: The trolls. The trolls. The trolls. No, and the and trolls,
1: you know what? The trolls came out because when we started doing, when I, I started talking a little bit about like the 9-11 conspiracy and, um, and, or it's not a conspiracy. When I started posting stuff about that, there were people that came out that were like, I'm like, I think they're paid yeah. by the other side to find this stuff and then the to re- comment on it yeah. and to make it bigger and ma- and people make you feel bad about yourself. They say the worst There's things, things and the- they say you're stupid I- and stuff. And I'm like, I'm just saying that from the evidence that I've seen and from the knowledge that I've compiled, it really seems like it was a controlled detonation, which means that somebody did it. And Listen. and I'd and I'd like someday to find out who the responsible party was and whether it was the guy, the Jewish guy who bought the building. Doesn't matter; if he's Jewish. But the rich man who bought the building and knew that it needed to be retrofitted for asbestos on from floors sixty-four up, you know, or you know there was they'd used asbestos in half the building and they knew they had to get it out and it would cost so much you know so all that stuff and that the, he got the payout, he got the insurance payout that doubled because they said it was. he said it was two buildings and he fought for that. And it was actually three buildings. Why, and then why would that, why would the building fall apart way far away that had all the paperwork that would have all the, I mean, there was so much information that blew up because now everything's digital. But all that information was from before everything was digital, before everything was in the cloud. So it was real, they blew up a building of hard evidence basically. They blew up. I'm curious to know what the trolls said. Okay. Oh, the trolls said all my stuff. Yeah. What like what did they say? Oh, uh, about they just said I was stupid, 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 dumb, 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 dumb. It's easy to find them now. This is real proof.
2: This is real proof. Blah 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 blah. Isn't it easy to like find out that you're a troll? Like, because I would get into it with people. Like, uh, I remember I got into into it with some like during the Michael Brown thing, and I'm just Mm like, it was really heated. But now I'm like, when I post things on YouTube or, you know, add a comment, I always always know who's trolling because it's always the ones that don't know how to spell. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Can only say like this is this is fake news. You're an asshole, and I'm right, like, is right, that right. all you
1: got? Or they, you- they say like you're the dumbest person ever.
2: Yeah, and I'm just like, give me something. Can you can you throw
1: something a little bit with logic? It's so funny. They he, God, I hate. I can't even see him on the side. Of the thing. this is as Russian connection. The emergence of Krogan's St. Petersburg connection comes as relations between Moscow and the West plumbed new lows. Kogan, a U.S. citizen, uh, born in the. Oh, it's you know. This is funny. It's not actually. It doesn't want to let me read this thing. It keeps popping up. It, it's like they really don't want you to uh, know what's going on. <laughs> Facebook and UK political consultant sued in data stormed. Okay, so basically, the shit's hitting in the fan because. But that's so. What's gonna happen out of all this? That's that's the question, right? So does we don't have any
2: we don't have the responsible adults in the room right now. So, we'll just let all the dictators and all the assholes have their fun day and and push the red button
1: when um, it was Trump said something about he's he, uh, the the. Death penalty and drug oh, cases. Oh yes, yeah. Do Terte?
2: Do Do? Yeah.
1: And he supports that guy. He even said, he, "Like that's I his support homie. that guy." Yeah, got, uh, yeah. He likes dictators.
2: And I'm just like, so you, that does that mean that you're gonna kill all the doctors and people at the pharmaceutical right, company? Right. Because I think <laughs> I found I found that statement really funny because I was think I was thinking this nigga thinks that this is some homeboy on the corner selling some smack when it's actually no, it's. Dr. Bryce Watkins. So
1: here, Trump wants the death penalty for drug traffickers. He's got it. This is very sad. This is from NBC News. This is like, Trump wants the death penalty for drug traffickers. He's got it. Capital punishment is authorized against those who run a continuing criminal enterprise involving large quantities of drugs or that brings in $20 million over a one-year period. The death penalty for $20 million. He's...
2: It's not going to It's not gonna. Legal happen.
1: analysis. Trump, Donald, President Donald Trump said Monday that one way his administration will combat the opioid crisis is by increasing criminal penalties, including seeking the death penalty for drug traffickers. You know, okay, so here's the thing, though, <laughs> that I heard about. Um, we were talking to some Canadian who's lived in Mexico forever at a bar, and he was saying that the way that the cartels work in Mexico is they won't... Like, they send... They basically send girls and young people up to the United States with tons of drugs on them, and they say, if you don't take these, we're gonna kill your mom, your dad, your brother, your entire family. If you don't take these drugs across the border, and they're like, but I could get killed, and they're like, so now, if they're saying they're gonna kill drug traffickers, that means that people who are coming across the border are gonna get they're killed gonna Asian. get shot because they're. But what if that's the thing? Is we don't know. What if that's a young person who's forced into doing it? It is. By someone a lot else? of we the young kids, a lot of the young kids
2: and um, women that are, you know,
1: that have to do these the jobs for the cartels are forced into it. It's they're not forced it's, into it. They're yeah. not like, gee, I've always, wow, my whole life, I've always wanted to run drugs across the border for, you know, some of them. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, maybe but, I mean, I, I, but the the but, concept of this basically we're saying is. Let's just shoot, uh, it's- Yeah, we
2: could get rid of the opioids if we just killed the drug dealers. Yeah, war on drugs, part three. Right. Didn't work the first time. Yeah. It. I'm not worried about this, honestly because he's got too much shit going on for him
1: to even try to do any policy on this. and Well, he's got to do some... He needs to have some policy on the opioid crisis, but the problem is that because even, he's a Republican, he won't give money to rehab centers. Like, what we could yes. do is put money into the, you know, we into could, safe injection sites, into rehab centers, into... Mm-hmm. How about not prescribing opioids for things yes, that don't there, need to have have opioids prescribed for them. How about
2: penalize those companies and doctors who overprescribe yeah. for these opioids?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. So our buddy, wow. we have a comedian buddy who recently had some surgery and I said to him, hey, watch out for those opioids. And he said, I didn't take, he didn't take any of them. He just took ibuprofen. The he sig- was like, I don't want to get hooked on it. I'm just not going to take it. My friend
2: it? who uh, <laughs> he ended up having to get an MRI, he, he, something went wrong with his back. And the doctor asked him, did he want to any oxy? He's like, I don't want to get hooked on that. And the doctor's like, you know what? I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave him some other kind of uh, like uh, Tylenol. I think it was Tylenol. Yeah, tylenol yeah, 3 yeah, has a yeah. little bit
1: of codeine in it. It's no big deal. Like, yeah. The thing is you just need a you need, what you don't you, what you need yes. less what you need less of is the opioid and what you need more of is the anti-inflammatory. So, if you could if you could just smoke pot and Duh. then use a topical, use like a an anti, a THCA balm on yourself for, you know, internal and external reduction of inflammation, that's all you need. Pain is inflammation. That's what it is.
2: And I can understand, like, if you're in the hospital and you had, like, some, like, really extreme
1: surgery or what have you.
2: Yeah. And you, you need, like, something, like, while you're in the hospital, that
1: is. Yeah, you got you go bing and you press the little button. Right. And they give That way they can you. control, they can yeah. control your There's intake nurses. or what have you.
2: Right. Rather than, like, well, here's a whole box of OxyContin for you to take home. Make sure, sure you use it pr- properly. Yeah. Come on Because now. we
1: know that we, as Americans, we are gluttonous and we over imbibe. That's the thing. Is, media isn't bad. But it's bad when it's everywhere, all the time, all-consuming. You know, marijuana, okay, I do smoke it all the time, so that's not fair. Uh, (laughs) But there's, if, just moderation, people. And 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 then once you can't tell it, I've watched enough intervention (laughs) to know, there's new seasons. I Oh my God, I know. Oh, there's this new one. Okay, it's so good. It's, it's the heroin. The heroin triangle. I know, it's north... It's we, in Georgia. Northwest, or northeast of Atlanta. Right. There's a triangle, and... Marriottville, you know what? And I watch my kid. I don't know what, what what went wrong. And it's like, well, now they're on drugs and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <laughs> the one, the one girl and her boyfriend get and the, the guy couple. was like, he was oh like, well, "Mom, me, me, me. you're always bitching at me, and that just makes yes. me want to do more drugs." Exactly. Bitching me, it just
0: oh makes me Oh my god, god that one made up. me so I'm
1: mad. Like, the and the
0: mom is just, taking it. just, just like, taking it. I'm just
2: like, and he had the like, he had
1: the girlfriend living there. Girlfriend living there, and there, I just expected you to clean the house She's like all i asked you to do to live here was clean, clean the house. house and they're like you bitching at me makes me you're want to do bitch. drugs you're a fucking bitch yeah it was i, I was, wish i could call uh, my mama fucking uh, bitch it I'm was just, a beautiful house
2: it was nice but all that yard
1: people in their 20s need to pay their own motherfucking rent yeah.
2: <laughs> if you're gonna you're getting high again in my house what well, mom why don't you kick the motherfucker out Oh and I like the first couple uh that had the kid, but the mom was watching the kid, but they went to rehab. I think it was the second episode when they went to rehab.
1: I watched yeah. those and I loved. It. Actually, this is this is funny. I mean, this is a personal story, but Those were some dusty ass be.
2: white folks, though.
1: Damn. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so I had I it was like being on an episode of Intervention, but I mean, and maybe old Dumbface will call in one time and tell us the story from his own perspective. But, uh, so I made a bad, de- I made a poor decision. I uh, being Pam Benjamin, I feel like I have a lot of responsibility to a lot of people and I try to always maintain my responsibilities. And sometimes I make the wrong choices in respecting those responsibilities. I was dog slash house sitting, uh, a couple weekends ago. And a lovely, sweet dog. And I was staying there, and it was great. And I and I do it, and I love being there. Well, we had a, it was a Friday. We had a show here. It was fantastic. Jonathan and Steve. So Steve was staying here because he was going to stay with he stayed with my cat while we were in Mexico, and he worked at Jonathan's job. Blah 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 blah. So they went to Benders, and I was here. And then they came here, and they were pretty drunk. Well, Jonathan brought a bottle of whiskey, and I said, I don't want to drink because I'm trying to be a good example and we don't have alcohol here at Mutiny Radio and so I, as the leader, do not want to have that bottle of alcohol, so he put it away. But he went off to skateboard hockey. Now, before he left Steve Poggi said, oh, this a bottle. So what I didn't know is that Steve had already had like, three beers, two shots, and a bottle of Taka vodka. Oh, shit. Well, Jonathan gives him the bottle of whiskey and then leaves. Oh, yeah. He thought that he was going to give it to Alyssa to put in a flask somewhere. Anyways, so Jonathan should have—the bottle was my bottle. I should have put it away somewhere else and had it later or used it another time. But it ends up in Steve Porgy's hands. Oh, shit. He says to me the next morning, the last thing he remembers is talking to John Gallagher outside— and then blackout. We can listen, we can listen to it. It's actually hilarious if we listen to the set. It's he's so drunk, he has no memory of this whatsoever. So when he performed, I he was super this. drunk. He was so drunk, right? So then the show is over. I can't get him out from in front of here. He's being so loud and he's just screaming and being insane and falling over. And Alyssa Westerland's like, I'll take care of him. I'm like, you're never gonna get him back to Oakland. You're never gonna, it's never gonna work. I cannot let him go with you. And then Keith D is like, I got him. I've been in this state before. I'm fine. I got this. I know what this is about. And I'm like, uh-uh. I can't leave my friend with Keith D. He's going he's to get, police are going to find him. He, this has happened before. He's woken up in the hospital with bills and being oh, maced. Yeah, yeah. And he's been mugged. Things happen to him when he gets this drunk. So I know he's this drunk. And That's I'm what, not, and he's my, he's my, I feel like this time he's my responsibility. Right. But I'm also dog sitting and I'm at this house. Oh, shit. And I'm like. Oh, fuck. I'm oh, like, God. I've got to have the responsibility to the dog. So, but also, this house is Airbnb downstairs. Oh, shit. Okay, so I think, okay, I can't let him go to my house because he'll never make it on his own. Yeah. I have to take him there, and I don't even know if I can take him there, okay? and Jonathan didn't either. Jonathan he had just come back from street hockey and he when he finally showed up I'm like thank god two of us can handle this. That,
2: right. Oh, so sh-
1: even getting him away we're like okay we're going to get to Jonathan's car Because I was like, okay, we're gonna get Jonathan's car. And Alyssa and Keith, you're like, let's go to Benders. And I'm like, I'd love to go to Benders. I'd love to have a drink. But now I'm dealing with this drunk asshole and I've got to deal with the situation. So I'm like, when do I get to have fun? When do I get to have fun? (laughs) I haven't had any fun. Everyone's having fun. Now I'm dealing with intervention boy who keeps falling down on the ground, running into things. He almost got in a fight with a homeless person. He like kicked a homeless guy on the ground. I know. Oh my He's like, what do you want to talk about this? This is all on the street. So finally, We get him right. So then we get him in the car. I have to put his seatbelt on. He keeps trying to take his seatbelt off. He keeps throwing things at Jonathan who's driving. I'm like, okay, I have to make a decision. I'm like, do we go back to my house? And do I just say, fuck the dog? Or do I try to, do I take him back to the house And I was like, okay, he's going to pass out. I'm going to take him back to the house because I can watch him because I didn't feel, I felt like if I, even if I would have taken it back to my house, I'd have to stay there. So I wouldn't get to go deal with the dog. Dog. I just would have been like, okay, fuck the dog. And that's what I should have done. I should have said, fuck the dog. The dog is going to be fine. I'll just be there at nine in the morning. Yeah. Everything's really. gonna be okay. I should have gone home. But instead.
2: Oh fuck. No. So we get
1: in the car, we buckle Steve in. He takes his seatbelt off. We have to pull over again. I have to rebuckle him into the seatbelt, okay? He's screaming, uh. blah, 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 Okay, we get to the house. He's on the street. He starts running up the street. I'm like, Steve, god damn it, get your ass in here. So I bring him inside, and then he he's so loud. He ended up he. So anyways, the downstairs Airbnb, like he peed all over some stuff, but I cleaned it all up. What? No, no, but that was downstairs. They didn't even know that. He peed in the bathroom and he missed the toilet. So he peed everywhere and I cleaned that up, but he was really loud. So it was like 11, from 11 to 1230, we finally got him upstairs and but he was still being, okay. So the Airbnb people called in and said that it was unsafe and they were worried there was this incredibly drunk person upstairs and because it was loud after it was like 1105 that he came in and was started being loud and I was trying to keep him quiet I trying and trying
0: and it was like so I finally
1: got him upstairs but I guess they could even though it was like three stories below they could still hear him upstairs and he was being just crazy and but I I thought he was going to fall off the balcony. He was like completely unsafe. He needed like full on, he was complete blackout. He was totally belligerent and he needed like 24 hours. It was like total intervention without the cameras the whole time. So then in the morning I get a text from the people that are on vacation. They're like, we just got our first negative Airbnb review ever. We have to refund all their money. We have negative reviews. We have to do all this stuff. And they're on vacation. So their vacation is ruined because they have to deal with this stuff that I caused. But I was honestly, like, you I was completely sober. I should have said, fuck the dog. But I was trying to be responsible for everything. Did you curse his ass out the next morning? No, I was just kind of like, I almost, I I didn't know what to do I kind of looked because we were going to Mexico and he was going to take care of Spike but then I was like do I trust him to be here in my house like he can't drink so I was like oh should I look into finding another cat sitter I didn't know what to do but I mean I'm I just was you know, I haven't like yeah, yelled that, at him or anything, but, but I've just been your, really disappointed. So yeah, I lost job. but I lost that job. I have to give him the key back. I didn't make that money for the weekend, I had to give him the money back and I felt like I even owed him more money. I'm not giving him any more money, but I felt like I owed him even more money because they had to refund the whole Airbnb you, from the other person. You should curse his ass out. Well I know, I just I just I was I think that That's just me just being super disappointed was just even it's like I mean I was Really, That's really just disappointed like, and upset. come on.
2: Now you're fucking with people's
1: money. I know, I know. He fucked with people's money. And so I didn't get no, paid. No, not you. Oh, no, no. Other people. I know. So That's am saying. Like, but three people's vacations were ruined. Like, the lady downstairs with the child who had an unsafe Airbnb experience because there was a belligerent drunk guy upstairs. Steve. Yeah. but And then the people whose house it was because I made the wrong choice. But that was still, it's not his responsibility that I made that wrong choice. I should have fucked the dog and brought it back to my house
2: but he shouldn't have got that belligerent I know. Yeah. that's the thing too. Well, and then and it that's goes back to Jonathan
1: he shouldn't have gotten that extra bottle of whiskey I mean but it's. I mean it's all of our fault
2: but there but there's but uh, no I, I I, think this but is old. D's dumb faces
1: because he doesn't this know is. when to stop drinking and then well, let's listen to this you guys will love this you'll love this it's a hilarious um for a uh, uh, three down oops uh, Okay, so this is from March 9th. It's at the end. It was so crazy. Let's get to the last, to the end part. La, 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 la. Uh, play. Oh. Is this is
3: Brooke. <laughs> Brooke was very funny. I, I went. I'm an, I'm an optimist. It was Valentine's Day. I am very painfully single. I used to have a boyfriend, but he was. Okay, Brooke was, Brooke was very funny. It's gotta be Steve,
0: right? Could you could you blow on some of these microphones? Yeah, I mean I Wait, let's go back. Let's go back find out what? where it starts. We have a sec- Ooh.
1: <laughs> okay, right. uh that's right here.
3: Slay daddy <laughs> something like <laughs> It's it's kind of like when people explain to me the different breeds that are in there
1: dog. We'll, it will. Uh, this is like, Brooke oh, talking, hard, and then we're gonna. So hard, so, so let me set this you. up for you. Let me set this up person. for you. So Steve, Steve <laughs> is <laughs> here. <laughs> also he's here. He's back here. He's outside, uh, and he's being loud outside. And I'm like, oh fuck. And I we actually had, had an audience. Most we most ancestry actually. Ancestry this is the funny thing. We actually had like we made like hundred bucks that night. There were ten real people in the audience. People are laughing in the background. You can hear him. Brooke had a great set. I had a great set. I did ten minutes before Brooke, and that was great. Right? No, so no, at point. least, yeah, at least that they got me and Brooke. People, some people us. came so late. So they got them. me and they got Brooke. Those were good. Uh, and then, I'm I was supposed to give Steve a bunch of time, someone but then, and he doesn't even remember going up on stage. So,
3: this is all very crazy. Oh, right, thank you okay, for this me this setting though I watched it literally last minute. Um, I will wrap it up I feel like politics is going to be the end of us all so politics will also these, be the end of my these set are really good jokes Brooke uh, kind of do you, my, my family's very conservative my dad watches a lot of Fox and Friends I know, he asked me if I wanted to watch it with him and I was like no thank you I already have a white noise machine <laughs> I think it's crazy that Trump accused President Obama of wiretapping him because nobody would look at Trump and be like I'd tap that <laughs> do you guys know what emo music is? Yes. 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 Do you think that if Paul Ryan blasts enough emo music out of his office windows that taxes will start just cutting themselves?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's me clapping. And lastly, I just I want to say that I hope that the Dream Act beneficiaries, like someone who's gonna be deported, possibly under DACA, takes Donald Trump to court. Cause I want to see a court case called Alien versus Predator. <laughs> I'm again. you guys. Have a great night. Give it up for Pam!
1: Brooke, that was great. Brooke, you are so awesome. She was dealing with all kinds of crazy stuff. Hey, uh, I call my uncle Dad D. You call him Daddy. You don't call him. You don't call him Dad. You call him Daddy. Just kidding. Uncle Tom was Uncle Tom was a good guy, though. Oh my God. Yeah, no, he was my Uncle Tom was good. He had long hair and he used to smoke pot. Loved him very much. Anybody? You guys look like pot smokers. Anybody ever smoke so much pot that they uh, forget how their own shower works? (laughs) Have you done that? You're like, hot, cold? I can't do it! (laughs) It's like airbnb in your own home. I'm a guest in a hotel. Uh, Your next comedian, he's going to make you laugh he is your cry we're not sure who did you bring in I hope it's not the cops okay God 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 bless it okay everybody I don't know what's going to happen but we're going to see put your hands together for Steve Bogey
0: thank thank you for clapping and not knowing who I am but I grabbed this attractive young woman Ow. Oh. Could you could you say that again, honey? Ow oh, ow. No. Ow. Oh no. Ow Motherfucker, what am I even doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag didn't resert Yes. To anger. <laughs> could you could you blow on some of these? Yeah, I mean I, I know you're no. you're creative no. and you're an artist. No. Uh, <laughs> could you just? Oh, no. could it? Could, He's asking him to blow know. on something in his hand. Round right of applause there. for teeth and the vagina. Yeah. Because that's what Frodo would have first off fight. But oh my God. before you get Frodo, you have, you have problems getting Frodo?
2: Oh, it's correct. <laughs> you. Slay
0: daddy. <laughs> I'll slay that daddy, you know what I'm saying, dog? Hey. Plus 1, slay daddy. Look, uh, plus one how slay do you daddy. feel about getting deep throat by Frodo? Oh man, I don't feel anything about it. But he's got a plus one sleigh daddy.
3: Oh god, I'd I'd eat the dick. I would just eat
0: the Boom, dick. he eats the dick! <laughs> Frodo eats the dick! <laughs> oh my god. We have a plus one sleigh daddy! Does anyone have a plaid shirt to turn it off? Yeah. I you do. Oh <laughs> do. You feel like it has a mystical enough abilities to turn it off. <laughs> yes. Anything you own. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Alright, well stand up. <laughs> we get to roll
1: the dice. I think he. I'll tell you what I think. No, here, I got one.
0: Uh, yeah, he beat you. How about that?
1: Plus one slate.
0: Whoosh. Whoosh. Snickers. Oh no. <laughs> You could not have been a more anti (laughs) dethralling Iraq. We have a guy with pajamas and vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey. But you? Yes. Well, you were great. I um, was. Are Are you trying um, to play Dungeons and Dragons with them? Hold on, we gotta talk to Pam Benjamin. Freeze! Oh my
2: God!
1: I I just are you trying to play Dungeons and Dragons with the audience? Maybe. Th- do they not know what's happening and that's why they're confused? Did I ruin the joke?
0: A lot of people know what's going on with Dungeons and Dragons. A lot of people. Did you have some good stuff? Well, go fuck yourself. Because we have some dungeons and some other people we're not going to talk to. Hey! Hey! You seem pretty scared and simplified. (laughs) Wait. Am I... Hey, friend. What do you feel about what's going on? We have a set of adventurers and you have to De a is that a reward? No. No. <laughs> These people are witches <laughs> <laughs> This person might be too What do you believe to come true? Many things my could you wait while I stepped established establishments sure. <laughs> what does that mean I don't know could you have I don't know so fairies fairies <laughs> could have a good storyline right like what just shut the fuck up and agree with me. How about that? How about that? You ever had a problem on mutiny radio? Well you do now, motherfucker. How about that? Everything seems great. Do you have a situation?
1: They
0: asked me not to answer. <laughs> to shut up. That's the, I'll Shut up. It's it's We have a side series of he's not great. <laughs> But it happens. We 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 have comics and I'm I'm just fucking I have illusion logistics. <laughs> and we have storylines. A lot of people deny you don't know as anything from anything. But they might be great. Who are you to judge whether or not? they might be great. You know what? You know, you know what? We're at a 7-Eleven and I, and I challenge you promiscuably and she, she might have a great talent and she might have a great foe. Foe! It's, just putting out there again for talent. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> it's not this guy, you can clap. Come on, man. What are you? Come on, clap. Come on, clap. For Alyssa Westerlin. Coming here right now. My friend, your foe. He's so wasted. Hey, he has no memory Hey, Ben, what do we do if the whore just sits there? <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. Man! Have you guys heard about Chris Canaster? No! Well, I bet if Alyssa Wonderland came up here to the stage... Okay,
2: okay, po- 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 I will. I will.
0: Would you? Could could you fucking join up my team? Atmosphere. Right. I get it now. I get it. No, sit over there. Sit over there. No one's jerking off to you until four minutes ago. Hey, 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 people! Have you ever met a good comedian? That ever. You you haven't lately? No. Well, how do you like popcorn? (laughs) (laughs) And I've got five tenths of popcorn. You you should come up here right now. Like when I... I'm just... Yeah. Yeah, no... Uh, hey, look, you—you no no. you have a lot of things you suck at. You a fucking mother, okay, audience member. I said no, okay. I
2: may be tripping on his fucking. I said, I said no audibly. I said
0: no assertively. <laughs> This fucking, <laughs> this, this asshole hurt me. Yeah, we're going to give it back up to Pam, because Pam does this shit. I'm just saying, tonight, you guys, I want you to know, I was a willing prop. That was consensual propage. Okay, no, I
2: didn't suck his dick or anything. I just, uh, I, I was a mannequin, and uh, he's paying me. So, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs>
0: None of Call that me. alcohol no, was consumed here. At- Book's the best of so <laughs> <sure. laughs> There we go. <laughs> That was a mess.
1: That was a hot fucking mess. Right? Oh, dumb face. I still I would know. curse him out. Though. Okay, so that happened, and we have the, the auditory remembrances of it. Oh, man. And that that, was- after that, we fought with him for hours trying to get him in the car and out of the car and around and all this stuff. And then it all, and I finally thought, okay, he went to bed. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. But then I started getting texts about the Airbnb being pissed, and I was like, oh, How my God
2: have so much zen for that I would have
1: because I used to teach junior high and I used to
2: deal (laughs) deal with emotionally
1: disturbed children and like I had
2: to I had to kick a friend out recently because she was acting belligerent and not making sense Well,
1: the thing is that he's he's been unsafe like that in the past and when it's happened so the last time he got mugged it was i felt like it was my fault because he walked one direction and i thought i didn't obviously just disappeared and i didn't know that he was that drunk and i didn't and so he ended up getting taken advantage of by somebody and they gave him a huge they beat him up and they took his wallet and his phone and and um and i felt terrible. And he he woke up in South City. Somehow he took a cab to South City but he had no money and some guy helped him out. I have no Mm. idea how it all shook down but he came back in the morning and he was like had a black eye and it was really awful.
2: Oh dumb face I hope you're not drinking.
1: But that's the thing it's just it's like it's, it's like it's weird for me because I really love drinking and lately I haven't been able to well I used to I don't think I've ever been like that.
2: No, that's dangerous.
1: Right. I don't think I get like dangerous. And where I drink, people usually take care of me. So, right. like, because sh- everyone knows me where I drink. I don't like go to random bars where I don't know anybody. Like,
2: I mean, but you also. I've seen you hammered, and yeah, that's.
1: But I'm that's not, I'm I'm happy. Like I just kind of sit there silently and smile. He usually, he was mixing his liquors too. He was, yeah, he was mixing Ooh, whiskey brown, and vodka and brown and, and white. Yeah. Ooh, oh. yeah, and beer. There was beer in there too. Oh, but that's. It, it was. It's one of the reasons why I'm so glad that there's no more alcohol at Mutiny Radio, because. I can't handle that shit anymore. Yeah. I just can't. That I mean, shit
2: will get you in tr- Like, well, this guy. That shit could trouble. have gotten
1: me in serious trouble here. Yeah, like dealing. Just even on the street, him trying to like get at it. Like he was throwing things. Jonathan was like don't touch me. He was like, you cannot touch me when I drive. And it's true because like, you can't fuck with the driver. And yeah, he's putting you guys in danger. Like doing that, throwing yeah. shit at Jonathan while he's driving. And you're trying yeah. to buckle him up. I know with pulling over and doing all that. It was, you need to curse him out. Well, no, I just, um, I, I think he knows that I'm, and I just played it. He, I don't know. I know he doesn't listen to this, but if he did, I made, I made him listen to that the next morning. I made him he listen to that.
2: Down, didn't he?
1: he was just like, he's like, I just can't believe. And I was like, So everything that happened at the house happened after... He's like, I don't remember any of that at all.
2: I know he apologized. Yeah. Yeah. I still
1: curse his ass, though. I know. (laughs) Well, it's just been... It's one of these things where, like, I... And I hate to make this to be. I feel like such a selfish person, and I feel like I'm playing this Jesus murder role, and I hate doing that. But I feel like I really am so supportive of so many people, and like uh, I have, I have counted, I have five friends. Uh, I have you that I can count on. I have Yay. you. I have suggests. I have Jonathan, and I'm not. I'm just ordering it, whatever order. I mean, everyone's. She but, doing so you five. suggest Jonathan, the good doctor Katie. And, you know, Steve Pogey's in there. But the thing is, he kind of, he was in there, but then he kind of like, but then he he stayed with my cat for a week. So, you know, it's great. But I really like, I know I can't count on him because he can get to that place. But, and can we all, is it that when I get that drunk, I just don't do crazy shit? Well, you're not
2: ruining people's
1: vacations yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. you
2: know what kicking a homeless guy yeah was um fun. throwing shit at the driver so you can all crash and die right um being an absolute imbecile outside of the station where you could get in trouble right absolutely um
1: going up on stage and I did like a jackass. Well, I got what he was, t- eventually I got what he was trying to do. He was trying to play, mm-hmm. but he was just too drunk, and it just it wasn't. It was sloppy. It was sloppy. It was sloppy. So, did I name all five? Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> that was five.
2: I mean, he's still a pussycat. I, Steve, you need your ass cursed out. Yeah. But I know, but the thing is, I know he has remorse, so. Yeah. I'ma yeah. still put my foot up in your, in your ass.
1: Yeah. And you,
2: who? You know, how old are we?
1: I, we I know, he just turned 33. Too. We don't
2: mix brown and white together. Right. That is toxic as a motherfucker.
1: And yeah, beer. it's either no, he one. Just tr- he just turned 34 or 33. He turned 34 because Jonathan 34.
2: turns 33 this yeah. year. So but like I, I said, 34. you are in your mid 30s. You yeah. know better than that. That's like me doing the same shit.
1: He just, I, and I, I guess I, I don't know. I just don't drink like that anymore.
2: Oh my know. gosh! We, we, you grow up, you grow out of things, and you and you have shit happen to you too. Yeah. <laughs> and, dude, I'm sorry about. See, once you start fucking with my money, then we have a problem. Yeah. That's what I mean. You know, it's just like it's one thing to be out and about, and you get. Actually you It's just, get it's, that you should get that. It's responsibility,
1: but the thing is, I felt responsibility to my friend. You didn't put anything bad. Yeah, in. I would do the and, same and, thing. And, I, and in the past, it w- I mean, the last time that happened was when he got mugged. He walked off and he got mugged, and I, right? I, I, wa- I mean, he just like I just lost him for a second, but he was so drunk. I just thought, I thought, oh well, he'll just come right. back to my house. We're in the. T- I, I didn't even know really where he went or what. I was kind of like, oh. Right. Anyways, I didn't take care of him, and I, I should have stuck with him. And, and I, didn't I, I, and I totally understand
2: him. that because I'm with you on that. Because like I would, that happened to him when he was that intoxicated the last time, I, and he got mud. I would have been like, you know, no, you're coming with me. Right. Yeah. I you couldn't know. leave
1: him. And even when other people were like, I'll take, res- I was like, I don't think you can take responsibility for this. But option one, you should have fucked the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I but he, I chose wrong. And and the bummer is that I was totally sober, so it means that I make poor decisions whether I'm drunk or whether I'm sober. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I made a bad decision because I made a bad decision, not because I'm like, because I was wasted or inebriated or messed up in any fashion. Right. I just make bad decisions. So there we go. So that was fun. That was um, the intervention. Yeah, it was my own intervention. But so, yeah, these past couple weeks have been like my own sort of intervention where I I don't know I just I don't know what I don't I don't feel like giving anymore because I feel like everybody's taking and even right now, I'm getting all of these. So I posted online. Two dollars. I said, open mics are changing at Mutiny Radio. Thank for you for your physical support of the space, but moving forward, we need your financial support as well. We'll be charging two to five dollars, sliding scale for stage time. Thanks for supporting the space that supports you. Joe Gorman said, bad comic need to pay more. Step up your game to save dollar dollar dollar. And Jesse Het said, yikes. I mean. Well,
2: yeah. What is $2? What is $2? I gave 3. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even doing shit. No, I mean seriously, the lights got to be on. It, you know, we, we need we need the electricity. Right. I, don't, I don't see I don't see anything wrong with that. Honestly, I don't. I don't $2 either. is it's not like... I feel like it's a pittance. Listen, if you can spend
1: like $8 on a cup of coffee... That's what I say! Or some cold-pressed coconut water. People yeah. are spending $9 on cold-pressed coconut water. Are you fucking kidding me? The <laughs> coconut comes out of the water. What does it make it cold? You, you don't know. There's no heat involved at all. You open a coconut and pour out the stuff. You can pay a twenty-four for it, or you can pay $9. Like, it just makes me crazy. Like, you, you'll... You pay nine dollars for that, but you won't pay ten dollars to see amazing comedy here. Like <laughs>
2: it's only fucking two dollars, dude. Yeah. I mean we live in the most expensive city in the fucking country. Yeah,
1: and I mean, and, and, and we're I all just,
2: struggling here. We're all struggling. We well, all and, need help.
1: What it comes down to is that a lot of people. It's an open mic, and we don't sell anything here. At a bar, you would spend two dollars for a beer to be a good person. I mean, I guess some people don't even do that. I mean, because maybe they don't have two dollar beers or whatever. But they would $2? still buy a drink. They would still buy a drink. Something, They're, don't they? I always buy a drink. I mean, it's support the place. When you're brainwashed, people would buy drinks yeah, and shit. Sure. Some people wouldn't. Some some comics think that. They should get everything for free all the time. But the thing is, this place costs money and time, and it's difficult to keep open. And I... It's $2. It's shit for free. Because it's my time running the board, having the space. Like, it's $2. dollars you heard on the airways. $2. I know. Live streaming, all this stuff. So... But if people don't want to support it and if they don't think this place is important, then that's what they think. And, I, I mean, I can't change people's minds because I'm not – on because I don't have enough social media to do that. I mean – and I can't afford to pay to have people – I, I – all the – I know we're media, but I'm like, we're good media. Or maybe we're not. Maybe we should I, – I don't know. Are you listening to us? <laughs> Is this your plea? I don't even know what this is <laughs> anymore. I don't have any idea. I'm so lost. I have no idea. Are we doing a show right now? <laughs> yeah. This is live.
2: What is happening oh. is Facebook. Uh, everything, Thank obviously, you. is going to tie together, because it
1: always comes oh, full I circle. Mean, I just don't know what how to what? make money. Two dollars. Two dollars $2 at a time. I'm such a little communist. I'm like, I'm not asking for much. And I've given a lot for many years. And I'm finally saying, like, guys, just... Just a pittance. just two bucks. We ain't
2: got nothing to sell other than this lovely art. Yeah, buy the art,
1: Jesus Christ. I'm (laughs) buying that piece from her that lights up that's the gun with the knife on it. That's awesome. That says, bang, badass. Jenner Davis is the art up right now. Uh, It's Stand Up Tragedy 2018, work by Jenner Davis. Uh, The the gun with the knife that says, bang, and lights up. It says, it's called Arms Race, but I bought it. It's mine when
2: you take
1: it at home? After her art show comes down. Yeah. But come by Muni Radio, everybody. I'm just, I'm torn between this thing of being like... So do I have a different life dream? Is it is this is is Just this place the albatross? Wait, well is this place the albatross around my neck that's hanging me down from like truly being happy? But then what if I let this go and I and then I find it, and then I'm like, oh no, I miss, I shouldn't have let it go. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't regret. You don't know my, which way to go. I, well, I don't regret my divorce, but <laughs> I, I and I still don't think. <laughs> oh, if I wouldn't. I mean, 10 years ago, if i wouldn't have. A, I would have a, I'd be a rich woman. <laughs> I'd, I'd be sailing in the yacht club. <laughs> but, I mean, I could, I could afford for cream to look younger. So it's my uh, yacht voice. I don't know. It's my regret voice. But it's, <laughs> I don't regret giving a, a, away that I had that lifestyle. I lived it. I didn't like it. I guess maybe I've lived this light, lifestyle. Maybe this just isn't what I want. And I, I mean, Mexico was great i didn't think about anything i just was but you can't be on vacation all the time that's true no one no one lets you do that unless you have a rich
2: well even those people who you know I, that's why i don't i enjoy working when i can um, um because i don't want to just sit up there and do nothing just imagine people have all that money and they're still doing nothing mm.
3: I would, I would, I just, I I would
2: just want to travel though. That's right. See all the beautiful
1: things. I mean,
2: maybe this could be a sign. I mentioned that earlier about maybe
1: it's time for you to go see the world. Yeah, but then I have to do. I mean, I could be like. Every taco truck. I mean, but, but that's the. Like, I will eat every taco. Eat. But but more importantly, it's what is your habanero sauce? So I mean, but I, I don't. I mean, I have, I'd have to somehow turn it into money. I guess I've got enough saved up that I could.
2: You've got go to hustle do too,
1: like because that. like some places. God damn it, my phone. Oh, it's a different, so it plays Prince sometimes, and it plays David Bowie sometimes. My phone. But is it different people get different songs? Um, That's yeah. so cool. Oh, you, you, you personalize, <laughs> so you know who it is by which song it plays? Yeah. Technology can be so fun. See, this is the fun part of technology. So, that's It's a loudest fuck, though. I can't imagine that somebody's, I mean, that's the cutest thing. Like, a, <laughs> that's super cute. I could see that being, like,
3: it helpful funny. and cute. But But,
1: I just I still I my phone is still dumb and it still works. But
3: you
2: don't here's the thing like you don't need all these stupid apps either on these on this phone. I don't have any apps. You know. So I mean tax app.
1: There's an app that does your taxes. Yeah. Probably. I just can't even. It's just it's too hard for me to even think about having access to. I don't. Oh, I don't know. I just don't know how to. I just don't want to have technology. But don't
2: It's also easier for you to switch off too, since you have your dumb phone, because you do yeah. get addicted to like. It's so weird. Like, I freak out when I don't have my phone. That's uh, weird. That sh- I shouldn't be like that. It
1: didn't matter anyways. Like nobody texted me. Like I have one person texted two people because one. But over a week, like it wasn't like. I, Nope. I wasn't, it was weird. It's like, I wasn't really need. No one really needed me. There wasn't really any problems. Like, <laughs> but, but that's the thing is like, do people feel, if people feel like they need and want this place, they'll come and they'll support the open mics. And if, I mean, we'll see tomorrow night. I'm going to tell people it's two bucks. $2. And, and I have a feeling that people are going to balk at it. They're going to, they're going to be like, well, then I'm just not going to go there. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I, you gotta. You, this space, it's just. it and maybe. And people in San Francisco might not see the value of it that it is a live streaming podcast that exists, that you have, that you can listen to, that you can share with your friends, that you can do whatever with. <laughs> and it's worth $2.
2: I, I Listen, dude, I know, like I, I said. If you can buy an expensive-ass coffee and be homeless, because I see that shit all the time, yeah. uh, you can spend $2 and do comedy here. That's right. what I'm just saying. Yeah. And then you can... Get your priorities right. Get your... Yeah. <laughs> well, it's
1: just what what people want to or don't want to support. And, and we'll find out if... Because as we already know, comics are... Just human Assholes. piles of crap. And you know, just, just they're not they're like farts. They're just not even there's no substance. <laughs> they can't even carry a wallet. You know, they're like they're just farts. They're, like they're just farts. air. They're just smelly air. <laughs> right. And they just float around from place to place where it's free and they take everybody's time and make them look at them and they want everything for free. <laughs> And they, uh, and it's, I'm sorry, this place costs money. I'm, in a, I'm, t- I'm asking Common Thread too. I'm asking Friday's open mic to a- at least a dollar to perform. I They've been doing it for years. They can ask for a dollar. Oh, you if mean people, those hippies? Yeah, the hippies. Oh, Friday. Oh, yeah, them hippies need to pay. A dollar.
2: No, $2.75. No, $2.75. I'd like it
1: to be 2 to $5 sliding scale, but I'll take a dollar. I mean, a dollar. To perform, to got, have your own recording that exists on the internet. Come on, your boy is. I know people that want everything to be free, but the place isn't free. San Francisco sure San Francisco free. isn't free, and we've, we we have to make we have to find a way to bring money into this space. And unless anybody out there has ideas, like it would be great if you want to have a rental. They used to get food too. Yeah, back in the day. Remember the yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, you was.
2: you 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 owe us that money. <laughs>
1: yeah. Free food. Hey, we should that put was interest great when we that. had the free food, but it was just such a mess. It was a mess, and then they eat it all. And then and then I'd have to throw away so much, and it'd be out there, and it's just like it was just such a waste. But the thing is, it was already going to be thrown away, so it's like I, I don't yeah. know. I just two dollars. That's all. Two dollars. I want my two dollars. I want my I, mean, two it, <laughs> I could just tag onto that because I loved that movie. I thought Better that off was. Yeah, better Off Dead. I love that movie. I actually just watched it again.
2: Two, hey, give us your $2. Yeah, I'm in a $2.
1: Yeah. I'm going yeah, to find a picture <laughs> and I'll post it up. because of the kid with the, the bike? The kid with the bike.
2: <laughs> uh, so, I, oh, I think be, that's a steal.
1: Yeah, it's a steal. Uh, there it is. I want my $2. No, <laughs> not plus tip. No plus tip. Just, <laughs> just, I want my $2. So how are we going to, I mean, usually we talk about how we're going to save the world, but how are we going to save ourselves? That's a good
2: fucking question. I'm still trying to figure out myself. Yeah. I mean, did you? I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up, but I realize I will probably just be in the
1: bar. For well, the rest of my life, but and, and I'm okay thing. with that. I love the bar. I mean, working there. <laughs> I, well, and I'd love to work in a bar. And I wonder, because it's its own. At least you have your. It's it's a microcosm. You have an audience. Well, you have an audience that's your your customer base mm. that tips yeah. you based off your entertainment or, value, one of things, and your service. Or my but, tits. But, or tits. kids. Or your kids kidding oh, t- t- me hashtag me too uh, but there's a microcosm when you work at a bar that's almost like a little family where yeah. you know each other and people you know care about each other's lives right. and it's kind of like cheers
2: yeah um, but I'm also studying to get my uh, do my my I'm taking a Cicerone prep course which what Cicerone, does that mean? Cicerone is a beer expert Cicerone it's like like a, a the sommelier of beers that's amazing. Yeah. Where, where does one take classes? For um, stuff, I'm actually like that. taking at my job. This guy, shout out to Hello. Rich Higgins, who's a master uh, or cicerone. Excuse me. Um, he gives these cat classes like a couple times a year, and they're prep courses for you to take the uh, that the test, which is hard, in which I need to study the test. Yeah. So and I want to do that by the end of the year. How long is the test? I think it's a couple hours. I think it's yeah. about ours. And it's um, like about... It's about the, beer, the science of it all, and different the, styles, how to make it. ABV, ABV and all the things. The foam, wow. the intensity, diacetyl, different acids
1: that you use. Disa- what does that mean? Mm.
2: That's a certain uh, certain acid. I think I said it right. That wow. is um, like a buttery. You can, it's a buttery kind of uh, flavor. Mm. I love beer. Yeah. So, and then you get to drink it. Mm. So with that, I can get a job almost anywhere. And seeing as I am a woman of color, Ooh. there aren't a lot of women of color that are Cicerones. That right there is an opportunity for me to possibly work at a brewery, get a job really quickly.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
2: That'd be great. So I'm using I'm using my... Well, My Id- identity politics on for me to get a job. Well, and working at a and being the
1: first, hopefully. Yeah, or, that would. Be, or in the tenth. Well, something. like, and there are so many breweries here in San Francisco. Right. That would be so cool. So that's, I guess,
2: that's what I'm going to end up doing when I grow up. Well, even, I think that's just where it's where the needle's going to fall for me.
1: Right. Well, Anchor Brewing, they have you would be great as. Uh, one of their knowledgeable like they have like a whole education department because they have tours and shit like that yeah
2: but i wouldn't want to be in a tour i would i would actually like to like work at a smaller newer one um like i I like
1: laughing month that's in the neighborhood yeah that place Um, is bad they make great beer
2: yeah um i
1: like um and uh, i like belgian stuff with the natural yeasts and my favorite my girl yeah you're making me you making me well thirsty. belgium they do that in belgium that's so cool is they the, the yeasts come from the air they're like natural yeast that's why they've been brewing beer for in the hundreds water. of years
2: the water is really good in it's different styles but yeah so that is i think that's what i'm gonna end up doing that's so cool speaking of you know where we're supposed to end up right i'm right. thinking that way
1: right so I, have, see, I, I always even, wanted
2: to be an actress, and now I'm drunk. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm an actress. No, I'm a seagull.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> I check off. Uh, well, that's. It's nice that you have a. That you have a, a somewhere to pin that, like. I'm you know, thinking, in a, that's if
2: I don't fuck it up.
1: Oh, you'll do great. I have a feeling sometimes I. I like to self sabotage. We yeah, all do it you're though. you're good. I mean, you're such an amazing memory. It, this will be and when you're interested in something it's easy to know about it so you're going to excel and i like beer yeah absolutely yeah. that's yeah it seems like boom boom there's a you can get a a degree in it at davis too ah that they yeah they have they have what zymology is wine what are they? Winemaking, and I, I don't know what the beer one is. I don't know but if they But I've the seen
2: same. the fact that they have courses on that now. Yeah, they like have a, like whole a whole. Programs stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool, too. I heard about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but if you're already getting stuff like that, you wouldn't. Need I mean, I have. It's a whole industry, and it's yeah. great, and it's growing. It's growing, yeah. And, and especially it, in San Francisco, because all these rich fucks. If you're gonna pay nine dollars for a coconut, you'll pay <laughs> twelve bucks for a good. This beer. is why
2: you can pay two dollars here. I <laughs> know we're only asking for two. <laughs> we're it's only $2. asking for two. It's just two dollars. <laughs> Think of it as your imaginary beer in your hand when you're sitting here laughing. Your right, song. exactly. Yes.
1: That's imaginary imaginary beer.
2: It tastes really good, doesn't it? Mmm, so crisp.
1: So crisp. (laughs)
2: $2.
1: (sighs) I mean, and that's the thing. Is it like, is this the end? Is this? No. Is this what I'm, is it like, I'm supposed to run the radio, this is it? You have the uh, vacation. Well, is it perspective? Is it that this place is fine and it's just my perspective on it is fucked? I mean, and that's what I think, like, because it was fine before and I thought I was doing great. And now all of a sudden it's not good enough. And, you know, I don't know if uh, I just it's a, it's hard. I, it's hard. And and I, and even thinking this way makes me feel like a bad person because I feel like I'm being egocentric and narcissistic and self-centered. But I'm like, I've got I, I, I have to have a purpose. Otherwise, I don't know how to direct my energy I mean and I just don't I don't know how to I'm like I got do I just should I write another novel I I don't know like I was like well I guess I could just put a lot of time into Jane six or I could are you like I I don't know is it the fact that
2: there's so much responsibility with this it's very exhausting Damn. or is it just
1: it's that this place isn't you're self-sufficient always- monetarily without me making the extra money from the comedy that I attempt to do the place doesn't survive So, because there aren't enough shows so there's a lot of pressure on me monthly to Right. to keep the overhead on this place going and to Absolutely. be able to not only pay the overhead here but then try to pay myself and then also try to pay other people um, you know I have to pay the tax person the insurance is coming up but there's the number of shows that respect this place and use it as a space there aren't enough of them to sustain it right. so it just comes down to me every month and when I work hard at comedy and it's not monetarily the fruition isn't there you know it's like I don't know what else to do Mm. so it's me working so hard not seeing the results I want to try to keep this place open Yeah, and so it's really frustrating it's like I could I I could do something else like I don't know I've Got two master's degree. Look, what do I do? That's the thing, though. I don't know how to have a
2: job
1: (laughs) that people.
2: And then I think you mentioned this earlier: the fact of regret if you were to like stop this and then move on to something else, and like you would have been like, "Did I make the right choice?" Right, and then and what if I hate myself for making that choice and all? Yeah, and I'm Ah! coming.
1: I'm coming up on five years of being the director, so. The first three months that I did it, I did it for free. I didn't even take a stipend five years ago. I, I did it for three months. I worked like really, really hard. And uh, it started happening and working. And then, you know, we had Alta California for a while, for two and a half years. And God bless them and the $25,000 they gave us over two and a half years. And I appreciate them so much. And I can never thank them enough. But you know they could stuff in boxes. Yeah, right. They could. They after they they could no longer support us monetarily in that way, and that's fine. And we figured out other ways to do it, and I figured out other ways to do it. And now we're at this place where, like, my ways of figuring out how to do it, it's not. It's just not working. So I'm like, I need help, and I've been asking for help, but you know, and I think that saying it's two dollars. For a open mic, I think that's asking for help in a way that I know how to do it, that doesn't tax people too much, but that, I mean, if we made fifteen comics, they all gave two bucks. That's thirty bucks. If there's um, twenty-five comics and we make fifty bucks, that usually happens. Like on a, on a, I see the lists. We usually have between, you know, eighteen and twenty-five comics, so that revenue is. Instrumental right now to keep because if we made 30 bucks on that be 30, 120 a week, oh, it'd be like having another show, it would be amazing, it would be great. It would be if it was for like that 400 a month, wow, wow, that would it would be unbelievable, and that can happen, and that could happen. It's just help, yeah, I know, and everyone always says, you you just, you never ask for help. I'm like, dude, I totally ask for help. People just don't like the ways I ask for help, I guess. But I just, I don't, or, you know, you could buy a lighter for a dollar or you can buy a button or you could buy a t-shirt, buy a festival t-shirt for $15. You can support us here at Beauty Radio. But I mean, or, oh, I mean, everyone says it's important to them. Like everyone says, oh, wow, I really respect what you're doing. And it's like, Okay. okay. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> Just, you could press the donate button at our website. But then I feel like fucking KQED and I feel like a dick. And I'm like, Cause, well, does this have value? That's the thing is I'm at the point now where I don't know what does and doesn't have value. I'm so confused because I see the same comedians here that are at Cobbs, that are at the punchline, that are everywhere. They're all, they're at cheaper than therapy that are here that I book, that everyone books. We're all the same, but somehow we're not? Like, I, I I don't get it. I don't, I don't know what's... I don't know what has value and what isn't. I, at this point, I don't know what's funny and what isn't. I don't know what's good and what's not anymore. I, I'm so confused because I used... Maybe, maybe I am a pile of dog shit. Maybe I do suck, but I'm like... But I've written a bunch of novels. Like... But then that's just dedication. That's not necessarily talent. You're definitely not dog shit. But so but I'm so confused because like I think my jokes are really funny and I have them memorized and I've got a good little act and I feel like I'm pretty good at karaoke too. But but that doesn't it's still it's nothing. It doesn't it I'm I don't I don't know. I don't know I don't understand anymore. All I know is that Rick and Morty is funny. That's all I know. (laughs) Uh, That's it. That's like, then they have butts and farts and stuff and it's like juvenile humor, but then they say fuck all the time and I think that's funny. (sighs) Mexico. Not Mexico. I just, (laughs) I don't, I'm s- I'm you sat on confused. the beach a lot and thought about this didn't you? No I didn't think about this at all I didn't think about anything I just enjoyed the waves And the birds and like butterflies And shit and like looking at rock formations And looking at shells And swimming in the water Watching Jonathan drinking beers Like I didn't think about this At all I didn't want to ruin my fucking vacation oh, With I my meant- existential shit <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, I'm so. Ex- I came back and I immediately got existential. I was just like, oh, what am I doing with my life? But then I have to, I have to put this in fucking perspective. I'm a rich fucking white bitch, and I get to say things like, "What am I doing with my life? I'm so unfulfilled right now. Like, I really need some meaning. I just came back from vacation, and I just don't even know why I'm here. Okay. I just need probably to do some more yoga. And First some world more. problems. I need to get some crystals and do some life work. You know what I mean. <laughs> but I need to drink some nine dollar coconut water. It's totally cold pressed. I need to do a cleanse. <laughs> Only kiwis on Tuesday, okay? The little, the little those little seeds are like scrub brushes. They're way better than chia seeds. I'm telling you. I gotta get my
2: Coachella ticket too. It's I know. My no,
1: stop, uh, Com- Lara. <laughs> I can't wait, I- Lara. But I am. I mean, I have to realize, like, oh, I have running water. And I can drink water out of the tap. You have a and home. And I have all this weed. And I have a home. And like, You got someone that loves and you. And I have someone that loves me. And so, like, all of this, like, you know, German angst of, like, what am I doing with my life? It's like, oh, please. <laughs> right? Like, fucking shut the fuck up. I try to
2: look. I try to look at the best things sometimes, than the worst. Because I look at the worst things when I go to the marina. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and the, yeah, it's that shit. Yeah, ah, no.
1: yogurt no couch bag. you're no catchback. You're not catchback. I like your catchback. I, I like am so much cuter than your old catchback.
2: Ah, I, I heard you. You're, you're uh, <laughs> in Cabo You're in Cabo right? Cabo you, you I sugar? got my
1: second catchback. Single combo.
2: Ah.
1: <laughs> oh, <Lara>. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We should make them sound like seagulls. all <laughs> La. right <laughs> okay. and and do I make fun of them just because I want a coach bag no because who needs that but
2: didn't you have something like that you played this part
1: I did I had, a, I had a I had a yeah Louis, the Louis Vuitton backpack yeah so ugly <laughs> that little the little LV on the little brown tiny thing what a
2: um, <laughs> you played this part in another life before, home. and you, that wasn't fun either.
1: <sighs> well, that's the nothing, or everything is fun. Like I have had so much fun in in, in in San Jose del Cabo. I just want to move down there.
2: Well, maybe that's also maybe it's
1: maybe doable. you
2: need to go there like every couple of months.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, again. If you guys want to hit me up for my awesome travel tips, you can donate $5 to the Mutiny Radio <laughs> website and then email me at director at mutinyradio.fm and say, hey, I donated $5. Give me your Cabo Sand Dog shit tips because I <laughs> have them. Dude, I will tell you all about how to get you get <laughs> off the plane and where you don't take a $40 cab ride into town. You spend $2.50. fifty Don't give them for free. 7, right. 70, I'll just tell them the first one. 74 pesos para dos on El Autobús <laughs> takes you right into town, drops you right in front that of the Airbnb that we Spanish. stay at. Oh, my God. I gringo Spanish the shit out of it. They laugh. They think it's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, gracias para todos. Oh my God. who no to que favor? <laughs> Why'd you sound like you're from Texas when you are yeah, speaking Spanish? It's Tex-Mex. It's, uh, <laughs> what did I learn this time? Uh, mi entiendo más par- para me palabra. Nope. Palabra is words. Habla. Habla is talk. Habla is talk. So I understand more than I speak. But I was like, mi novio palabra espanol perfecto. <laughs> and then like, my boyfriend knows the words perfect. I'm like, see, sí, yeah. Got it. He's like, yeah, it's Abla. Claro. Yeah. So good times. Well, we did it. We got through we got through a, a thing. And we're back in Mexico. Everything's gonna be okay.
2: Uh, see, everything's gonna be okay. I think so. I, I'm well let's just talk. I'm glad we didn't talk that much about you know who. Cheeto. Well,
1: we're gonna we're we're gonna end with one of our old songs. Oh yeah. Uh I don't know if you want we could we've got the forty five alive rap. <laughs> we've got um FBI. <laughs> We've got Heavens to Betsy. That's Betsy DeVos Oh, we should do Heavens to Betsy. We've B- got the Kellyanne Conway, <laughs> Pence is Whack, <laughs> Steve Bannon Man, the the original Susan Olson <laughs> <laughs> and Uncle Tom and If you remember this one, "Women Who Work, Women Who Work," (laughs) she doesn't work, she doesn't work. That was the Ivanka from her from her book. book. Yeah, so you you can. (laughs) Oh, wow. They're all so
2: good. I don't yep. know. I'm, it's between Heavens to Betsy, Steve Bannon, man, and
1: Women Who uh, Work. I don't remember Heavens to Betsy at all. So let's do that one. Okay. Let's do Heavens to Betsy. Thank you guys for listening to the AltaCast. Thank you, Latoya, for putting me in a better mood. Oh, put, uh, a, you're put awesome. on a happy face. Yeah, I will try. <laughs> I go. would imagine that there's probably a gun in the school. <laughs> I would imagine there's probably a gun in the school Bang, bang To protect from potential grizzlies Bang. Grizzly bears bang. in Michigan Didn't Did school, know there were grizzly bears. bears in Michigan Ooh. Ever heard about calling by? <laughs> there weren't no grizzlies Just a bunch of kids And coke's killing other kids Don't worry Because at least they're buying guns Which is good for the economy, right? Betsy DeVos claimed that historically black colleges and universities are pioneers of school choice. What? That started from the fact that where there were too many students in America who didn't have equal access to education. Just, just segregation. Brown versus education, 1954. Not enough education, just segregation. Segregation, yeah. I love homeschooling and charter schools and all that stuff, cuz it's for segregation, not education, segregation. Let's bring it back, let's make America great again. Make America great again, make America great again. America great again. When the white people were in charge, yeah, soft, dark money. My family is the biggest contributor of soft money soft soft to the republican national committee
2: by my way
1: forward by my way in. by my way forward. Did it buy my way in, did it buy my way in? Yeah. Oh. I have decided to stop taking offense at the suggestion that we are buying influence. Oh, buying influence defensive. with our soft money, buying influence money with our soft money. Oh. Now I simply concede the point. They are right. We do expect something in return investment like a job like a job like I don't know how about education secretary
2: oh grizzly bears in
1: classrooms oh